G'day there, and welcome to the re-wrap for Tuesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on Newstalk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB. And this morning, uh, the Nationals' leadership. Uh, one thing the polls can agree on is that nobody really likes Simon. Poor Simon. Uh, Anne Dowd. Uh, I don't know if you like her character, Aunt Lydia, on The Handmaid's Tale, but whether you do or not, uh, she joined us today to talk about the state of America and how close that actually is to what's depicted in that sci-fi show. Uh, shopping bags, still an issue in the Hosking Hawksby household, and uh, who is the best employer out there? But before any of that, um, another thing that, that, that we can agree on maybe with the polls is that we're off this idea of legalising cannabis, apparently. Little New Zealand doesn't want to borrow this government's barking madness over drug liberalisation. This, of course, given the myriad of social ills we face, shouldn't even be on the table. And the irony of ironies, no one bangs on more about poverty and deprivation and kids without shoes and food and clothes and families in cars and caravans and parks, and yet is, is more than happy to have them all stoned. Driven by the naive concept that if only the government ran the dope market, it would all be tidied up and above board. And I know it's MMP, and I know it's part of the coalition deal for the Greens, but they should never, never have been allowed to get away with it and stick it in there in the first place. And to watch a new mum, like Jacinda, wandering around pretending this is democracy in action, and to watch a son of the far north like Winston wander around pretending it's a good idea to put issues to the vote, when not a single other issue has ever been put to the vote, it's farcical in the extreme. A party that represents more than any other region, the far north, their home base, riddled with drugs and the carnage that goes with it, and they stand by and watch it potentially legalised. Weak middle-class liberals like Andrew Little, who doesn't like three strikes, doesn't want you in prison, driving the vote to make the very substance that drives so much crime a perfectly acceptable and normal part of this wacky, spaced-out new norm. 1.9 billion in well-being, in the well-being budget for mental health. Next move is to decriminalise a substance directly linked to psychosis. How mad is that? But thank God the rest of us have our heads screwed on. How much social deprivation, trouble and crime do you need to see to join a few basic dots, eh? How many health professionals do you need to hear from to make up your mind of the madness? Well, it looks like we are on the right side. 52-39. It's not just a win, it's a good win. And I guess the trick between now and October next year is to increase that gap by convincing the remaining 8% that we are right and the Greens are dangerous. Yep, you know what I always say, nobody's more in touch with middle New Zealand than Mike Hosking. He's so, so middle. Uh, and that's why he uh, has a few ideas about uh, who should be leading national and what Simon Bridges is doing wrong. How much of the National Party plight can be put at the Bridges' doorstep as opposed to the more general scenario that this government is just 18 months old, Jacinda's a political rock star, and most parties get two terms in government? To answer the first bit, no, it is not good that Bridges hasn't fired. I don't think he ever will, but I said that right from the start when I said that Joyce or Bennett should be leader. As for the second bit... The Nats have to work out whether they want to take next year seriously and give it a crack, and if they do, they need to roll bridges sooner rather than later. It is true to suggest that if the economy continues to go south, if all the money is spent and this government starts borrowing, if unemployment starts to rise, then dissatisfaction will grow. Support will slide to national and bridges by default will rise with it. I mean, it's easy to look like a winner when the news is all good and things are swinging in your direction. But as we sit here right now, there has been a world of material, a world of material for National to work with, but they failed to hammer it home the way a practitioner with greater drive, dexterity and panache than Bridges would have. I mean, look at this show, for example. We managed to expose the Prime Minister fairly badly every Tuesday. She's weak on facts, details, specifics and promises. They are vulnerable. National is just not being the opposition they should be. And that starts at the top, and the top 
has 5%. So let's see what Simon has to say, shall we, after this morning's Souls. I think the thing that really annoys me is that uh, you know when the polls come out and show that people like Judith better than him and stuff like that, uh, where he, he comes out and pretends that uh, that's awesome. I would love him to come out and go, "This is horrendous. I don't want this to happen. It, that would be funnier and cooler, and we'd like him better." Don't you reckon? Or is that just me? Uh, now, Anne Dowd plays Aunt Lydia in The Handmaid's Tale. I don't know if you're familiar with the show, but this is her just talking about her despair with a Trump presidency. That really fires our listeners up. But what? Well, listen, this is probably the longest pause of inner turmoil we've, turmoil we've ever had on the show. Uh, and I don't think it's just the satellite delay either. What will you do if he wins next year? That's a good question. You know, I just gave a commencement speech to, at the high school where I graduated from, and it was, I said to the kids, we have lost our way in this country and in the world. I don't speak for New Zealand, however, because New Zealand, to me, is an exception. Do not, you, you must have a point of view about the world in which you live, and you must take action. Don't wait for someone to do it for you. They will not. So I guess what would I do? I would try to take action uh, in whatever way I could, uh, protest, uh, whatever the measures, ACLU, uh, any, any organization that pushes back in a meaningful way. If he's, pre- uh, God help us all, if it repeats. Of course, the ironic thing is she's actually the the baddie. And if you're not familiar with the show, in The Handmaid's Tale, she's the one who's enforcing all the crazy, ultra conservative uh, policies, uh, maiming women because they're not doing what they're told. That kind of thing. It's pretty dark. It's a pretty dark show. I'm still waiting for something to happen. Three and a half, uh, two and a half seasons in. Uh, now. Uh, shopping bags. Oh, we're back to this again? You know, I mentioned to Katie earlier on this morning, I got recyclable shopping bags. There's a new industry in recyclable shopping bags, and people are sending me recyclable shopping bags left, right, and centre, some of which I'm using. They're, they're, they're kind of useful. Uh, but what I notice is that nobody's seeing the irony here. And my latest recyclable shopping bag arrived today in a plastic envelope, and it was wrapped up by 800 metres of plastic. Plastic, 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 plastic. Unwrap the plastic, and you get your reusable shopping bag, such as the, 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 the shambles of modern life. And I'm looking at the, uh, the most important and popular toys for Christmas. Uh, 25% of British people have already started shopping for Christmas. Can you believe that? Here we are in June, 25% already into it. They're going to spend an average of $500 per child. For Christmas, but all the all, all Fortnite Battle Bus, uh, the Paw Patrol, Mighty Pup Super, Paw Jet, uh, these are the top toys. You know what they're all made of? They're all made of plastic. The Lego Harry Potter Night Bus plastic. It's all plastic, plastic, plastic. So, do we want to save the planet or not? Or are we just interested in a little bit of virtue signalling? We won't take a bag to the supermarket or get a bag from the supermarket, and we'll be satisfied with that. And the rest of our lives can be filled with as much plastic as we like. Is that how it works? Is it? Does that make us hypocrites? Yeah, there definitely is a lot of uh, hypocritical behaviour that goes on uh, with... I mean, I guess every little bit helps, doesn't it? What I don't understand is the other day when it turned out that um, half the candidates, in fact, more than half, 80%, 
of the candidates for the uh, leadership of the Conservative Party, the Tories in the UK, uh, uh, have at some time or other participated in social drug use, recreational drug use. And for some reason, Sajid Javid, who claims he's never taken drugs, um, got stuck into them saying that, uh, you know, they're environmentalists and they're into their uh, gluten-free, you know, environmentally friendly lifestyle. I don't understand why the drug taking is the opposite of that. I thought that was a weird connection. Anyway, we talked about enough about drugs today. Let's talk about uh, who our best employers are. Um, uh, apparently, oh, well, I'll let Mike summarise. How does it work? Do you give people names or do they have to opt in as a survey? It's the top 150 employers by number of employees. Right. So, so it's, uh, it's all independently uh, uh, gathered research. Uh, so we don't have an opportunity to, uh, I guess, to select brands and people can't opt in or opt out through that process. Nice one, Ian. Appreciate your insight very much. Ian Scott, Randstad General Manager. So the top companies in New Zealand, Department of Conservation, New Zealand Customs, TBNZ, MB Lion, that'll be because of the free beer, Green Cross Health, Statistics New Zealand, Hello World, and the University of Waikato and the University of Auckland. Where does Mike Hosking Breakfast come in on Do, the Well, it's only the, I've only got the top 20 here, not the top 500. I think we'd be 497. Most attractive industries, early education, tertiary education, professional services, public sector, media. Give me a break. Great raspberry, great fart noise. Um, it's all been leading up to that point. I mean, we, we will finish the podcast there. It doesn't get any better than that. That's sophisticated humour at its peak. I'm a fan. I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, that was the rewrap. Who knows what clever sound effects we'll come up with for you tomorrow. We'll see you there.